0: Hi guys welcome back to the too tired to care podcast this is different right i'm trying to do video podcasts and audio podcasts this will be up on youtube as well um trying to do the whole thing you know weird um but i'm very excited to be back it's been a long hiatus sorry i had a baby (laughs) um and being a mom of two is nice luckily they're both asleep right now hopefully i can get this done it might be a shorter podcast um i might have to break bring my daughter out here feed you know it's a whole show here but i'm so excited to be back and what better way to ring in being back than to tell you guys my birth story so oh darn i should have recorded on something else because i had my notes but it's fine I'll just wing it. Um, so I had my daughter the twenty-first of September at three or no, two thirty in the morning. And let me tell you it was fucking nuts. So um I swore I was gonna have her early, just like I swore with my son I was gonna have him early. I didn't. Um but she was bigger, right? For till up about 36 weeks she was normal I guess I don't know so um, I swear I would have her early but my son's birthday is September 19th and we went to the arcade and we went to pizza and while we we're at the arcade I wore my maternity belt which helps kind of like hold my stomach up so there's not as much pain on your lower back and i swore i was getting contractions and i, I was i was just kind of writing it off so that you know i didn't ruin the day um and i would just sit down more because when i would sit down i wouldn't have them you know walking i had a lot more so um the next day I rolls around and i had a doctor's appointment it was my 40 week checkup um or 39 I don't know. One of those two. <laughs> and I text my mom and I, er, no, I was texting my sister saying, like, I'm having light contractions. Oh, well, if they're contractions, I'm sure they are, but like they're super light, whatever. Like, go to my appointment, sleep it off, see what happens. Because usually I was having contractions or these pains and I'd go to sleep and then nothing would happen. So, I had that for like a week, which is super fucking frustrating. But I had woken up on the twentieth and sorry to my men if you're listening to this or watching this, but I had what's called the bloody show. So, I'm not gonna go into detail on that. If you want to know what that is, go ahead and Google that. Um, but so I was excited. I was like, yes, labor's gonna be near. Um, I was really excited. So I text my sister this, and I was like things are moving things are happening i'm very excited so i go to the doctor have my checkup tell her like hey bloody show things are happening yada yada she's like do you want a membrane sweep you're almost a four um so you're probably you know gonna have this baby soon uh do you want to do a membrane sweep or no and i was like let's get this fucking baby out i swore i was never gonna do this right i swore and i told myself Do not get a membrane sweep. I was going back and forth, back and forth, but I was just like, I need this baby up. (laughs) So got a membrane sweep. She was like, I'm sad because this doctor, I wanted to deliver my daughter. Um, She's like, you're most likely gonna have her tonight. Um, So I'm not on call. The other doctor is, um, you know, but maybe I'll see you if you don't. You know, I'm on call these days. Uh, no, she was right. You know, uh, things you know picked up right away. Um, I'm very glad this time I didn't get any cramping or any like discomfort like I had with my son when I got my membrane sweep. That was terrible, but this one wasn't so bad. Um, so when I got home, I took a nap with my son and. I was like waking up intermittently with some like noticeable contractions but like nothing that was like gonna send me into a tizzy. so around 4 I had texted my mom was like hey you better buy your plane ticket I'm having attractions they're 30 minutes apart but they're you know I'm noticing them and so she bought her plane ticket and then they just started ramping up from there I remember texting my sister around like, four, telling her, like, hey, my contractions are ten minutes apart now. She's like, I don't know what that means. And I was like, means get your fucking bag ready to come watch my kid, because shit's, you know, happening. Like, I'm in labor. And then around ten, thirty, I was like, hey, I'm gonna need you soon. Because I was in my son's room, on my yoga ball, this moving on the yoga ball, listening to, to um, meditation music, just breathing through these contractions. When I would stand up, my contractions were like three, four minutes apart, right? But if I was sitting um, on all fours with my yoga ball, it was like way more manageable and they were like five to seven minutes apart. So she comes down, we get to the hospital like 11 and it was go time. Like, I don't, I think this is how it is everywhere, but I'm not really sure. So we walk into the ER. I have a contraction from the car (laughs) to the entrance, which was like right there. And then from the entrance to the seat, probably 20 steps, have another contraction. Sign the paperwork, have another contraction. Move, they put me in a wheelchair, having another contraction. They walk me down, you know, I keep having to stop or slow down or hunch over, like it was nuts. Like everybody knew like shit was happening and it was like every minute, every two minutes, like it was nuts, like there was no rest. So it went so fast and nobody believes me and I feel like they don't ever believe you, but mamas, you know, like listen to your body because you fucking know. Um, Because they check me in, I sign all the paperwork um she asked me if i wanted epidural and i didn't want to right my whole plan was to do natural but i was my contractions were so close and i had no break that i said yes give him a call and she was funny i was like no let's wait she goes okay i'm just gonna let you know like this is no pressure none at all this is like your decision but um it takes 45 minutes for the anesthesiologist to get here so if you want one, and if you think you're progressing as fast as we think you are, um, you need to let me know now, because you might not have time, and she's like, and even if you don't, you might not even want one because you're progressing so fast. And I was like, no, mm no, let's go ahead and give him a call, make sure he gets here, okay? Um, and so in the time, you know, that he was, it took him to get there to give me my epidural, I had so many contractions that were miserable my nurse was absolutely amazing like love her to death loved all the nurses i had they were fucking amazing um she's doing cervical checks uh because i asked that's a whole controversy right now um but i was curious like what was going on because i was like having so many contractions so close like boom 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 back to back couldn't barely even breathe in between contractions um and uh so when she was doing cervical checks keep this in mind there would be a little bit of blood on her pants somewhat normal you know okay keep that in mind um and then um i just had a thought in my head of what i was gonna tell you right after that anyways anesthesia anesthesiologist comes in absolutely amazing i told him i said i'm nervous because my anesthesiologist with my son i was able to lay down and that was so much easier to like combat the um contraction in between getting the fucking needle shoved into your spine so i was like so nervous and he was like don't worry the time that i'm inserting the needle is so quick about 10 seconds like you like we got this you got this and i was like okay, so fucking nervous, but he was absolutely amazing, just chit-chatting with us, and it honestly made me feel so comfortable, um, so obviously, you know, you hunch over, you do your whole thing, Corey's holding my hand, my nurse is, like, you know, talking to me, um, it was funny, because I did move at one point, I was like, I'm so sorry, and he was like, you are fine, not even in there, I was like, okay, I have no fucking idea what's going on back there, but, um did it work no <laughs> maybe took the edge off but that was it and he kept apologizing because he's like you know we gave me all the doses i could have they gave me a bolus nothing was taking it off my contractions were just rough bitch. they were so rough okay and they were so close like i'm saying like i can't even explain to you like i'd have a hard contraction they'd last minute minute and a half i rest i swear to you 30 seconds and then i could just feel it build up again and i was just like at this point i was so exhausted it was probably like midnight almost one so like 12 30 to one i was like getting so exhausted from these insane contractions nothing was helping i did the comb trick that's what i was gonna fucking tell you <laughs> i did the comb trick where you put it comb right here and you squeeze but it wasn't doing anything pretty much I was just hurting myself at this point and I even told the nurse that I was like this isn't doing anything I'm basically just hurting myself and my doctor and the nurse were like yeah you probably shouldn't do that anymore <laughs> um so you know I'm winging it here at this point I'm um, they're telling me how to breathe through each contraction because I kept telling her like I feel like I have to push like my body's telling me to push but she was like your cervix isn't all the way to a ten and she told me something that could happen if you push where I was and I don't remember so they were all teaching me like how to breathe and just talking to me and like focus was on me which was amazing um, because last time I felt like nobody was really in there when I was laboring but here's kind of why she was in there so much because I was bleeding more than they like to see before even my water broke right um and so she had left and I had a contraction and then I felt like a gush and so I called her and I was like hey I think my water just broke and she came and she goes no that's not your water but didn't really say much and so another nurse came in and then they started to like whisper and i was like am i all right because every time she did a cervical check like i'm not kidding like her glove was like blood and she was like comes to my bedside which is always fucking scary and they fucking come to your bedside and their voice gets like low and like she's super sweet Always fucking scary, but she's like, You're just bleeding a little bit more than we like to see, but we're keeping an eye on it, it's nothing to like be concerned about. Like it happens. And I was like, It happens. Okay, got it, good, great. Um and so my doctor comes in and she explains it to the doctor, like kinda what's going on, and my doctor's like, Can I do a cervical check? Whatever and I was like, Yeah, we're here, let's fucking do it, whatever. And so she kind of, like, sees the same thing, whatever. Tells me to, like, you know, breathe, whatever. Then it comes time to push. And I kept telling my doctor, like, I have to push. Like, I literally have to push. My body is just, like, doing it. And she's like, okay, let's go. If that's what your body's telling you, let's go. And sorry, man. She uh, puts, I think she puts two fingers in and helps, like, open all the way um and i was like so fucking exhausted from no breaks and the contractions that i was telling her like i'm just so tired i don't think i have it in me to push right and she's like well you kind of have to you know we have to get this baby out i was like okay you're right bitch let's do this so i swear i pushed like four or five times right it was less than 10 minutes actually i think she said it was less than five minutes that she was out but here's the kicker well there's two kickers <laughs> um, so I push something in me knew something was wrong because I w- right before I push I screamed help bitch why I don't fucking know but my my mind just said help I pushed my daughter got stuck she had a what's called shoulder dysto- dystocia or dystocia dysto- whatever so her shoulder I don't know her right shoulder I think got stuck so here's the fun part I push the nurse pulls my hips up so that like it helps my pelvis or something and doctors like elbow deep in that bitch to pull my daughter out daughter's out they put her on my chest I start bleeding I start hemorrhaging um so she's reaching in to pull out blood clots um and i'm screaming at this point because my epidural didn't work okay let's keep that in mind so felt a lot of that epidural didn't work so she's reaching in to fucking mid fucking arm right like reaching in continuously reaching in to grab out blood clots and she's basically scooping blood out of me, right? That's exactly how Corey explained it. Like, she was like going like this. And I was like, that's great, love that for me. Um, So I was screaming because it was fucking hurting and she's like, I know I'm sorry, I have to get these out so that your uterus can contract and we can start to get this blood to stop. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And she's so calm, she's also crazy. Because you know internally she's fucking freaking the fuck out too, probably. Um, so I have one nurse on this IV. Terrible spot for a fucking IV. Um, putting medication in this. Another nurse setting up an IV here. This one fucking hurt. But setting in an IV here to give me fentanyl. Because I was in so much pain from her. Just continuously reaching up in there. So she gives me fentanyl. Worst feeling i've ever felt in my life i do not know how people like fentanyl or drugs like that terrible fucking hated it anyways so they give me fentanyl here i get five different shots of i don't fucking know they probably told me she's like we have to give you these shots to try to help slow the bleeding and stop the bleeding and if not we have to go to the operating room and do a dnc to stop the bleeding which is why I had another um, IV here as well. It was just in case I had to go to surgery. And so I'm just sitting there with my daughter on my chest. She's screaming. And I'm just high as shit. Trying not to move. Because I was so fucking petrified. Because I ha- they had both my... Oh, I had one on them at this point. But she was like putting drugs in me. They gave me these things. She's literally still scooping out blood. Um, and it felt like... It went really, really fast, so I don't really know how long that part took. I should have asked Corey, but um, Corey was amazing, by the way. He just sat there telling me, like, you're okay, blah, blah, blah. And um, so they, they got the blood to stop. Um, I stopped bleeding. Everything was fine. We kept the cord. Um, everything was great. And after that, my nurse, I want to say her name was Stephanie, but like, to forget it's two months ago okay um, she stayed in the room with me for an hour and a half and she helped me breastfeed and watch me breastfeed and it's been amazing with my daughter um, supernatural which has been great because with my son that was not the case um, but she sat in there with me for like an hour and a half to just you know watch my bleeding make sure everything that was in fact I was bleeding the way I should be not bleeding out um and after that it was just smooth sailing honestly it was the weirdest thing because my entire pregnancy i only told my friend taylor this Uh, my entire pregnancy i told her like from the moment i got pregnant to the day of delivery i had this gut-wrenching feeling of doom right something was gonna go wrong and she kept telling me like don't say that like just think positive and I was trying my best right but I swore that something was gonna go wrong and then right I'm in labor and I told Corey. I don't know was like in the mist I just looked at him and I said I don't want to say this but I have a feeling something's gonna go wrong and he's like don't fucking say that you're like putting it out there and I was like I know but I've felt this way my entire pregnancy and I just want to tell you that just in case something does go wrong like I just have this feeling so it was weird like I had the feeling from the moment I found out that I was pregnant to the moment I started labor and then in labor I knew something was wrong by just screaming help right and then sure should I start hemorrhaging my daughter was stuck like it was a whole mess there um so she was fine she was in there like a minute and a half i think fine um no problem she didn't have a bruise on her shoulder and then her pediatrician said she kind of felt something so we got an x-ray and everything was fine um but yeah it was it was a whirlwind so i got to the hospital at 11 and i had her at two thirty in the morning so it was quick 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 my dudes um Like I said, I pushed for less than 10 minutes. Uh, I'm sure part of that had to do with because she was fucking yanked out of there because she was stuck. But um, yeah, it was crazy, but it was also amazing. Like It's so weird because I can see how that can be traumatizing, right? What I went through could be the end for somebody, right? Could be like, nope, obviously I'm never doing this again. I'm never having kids again. That sucked. But I just love the process of labor. Contractions suck, but it's also like you're sitting there thinking like this is bringing me closer to seeing my new tiny human. Like it's so freaking cool. Um, so yeah, it was a whirlwind and I lost a liter of blood and the doctor said someone my size only has like four to six liters of blood. Um, so... She was keeping an eye on me to make sure, like, I didn't need uh, blood to get receive blood, but everything was fine. You know, they gave me iron pills in the hospital. My prenatals um, have iron in it, but I was also taking iron, you know, making food in an iron pan and stuff. But um, what's crazy was with my son, everything went fine, right? Nothing crazy happened in that. And then this time, I hemorrhaged, lost blood, she was stuck, the whole thing. Um, But I felt better after with this one than I did with my first, which is crazy. The nurse came in the next day and was like, you're standing up? Like You just lost so much fucking blood last night. How are you standing up? And I was like, I feel great. (laughs) But um, I didn't sleep for like 24 hours probably after she was born because of everything like you get this crazy rush of adrenaline after you have your baby um, so I just was like up you know like living in this moment obviously text my sister to see how Ronan was and he was doing amazing with my sister um, but I was just staring at this kid that looked just like Ronan when he was born it was crazy She ended up weighing um, eight pounds, five ounces, which Ronan was eight pounds, six ounces. Um, And she was only 19 inches long and Ronan was 21. So it was cool to just like be there, you know, have her be the only child for like a day and a half. Um, And then when we came home, Ronan wanted nothing to do with Corey and I or the baby. (laughs) Um, But then now he absolutely loves her. We haven't really had too many issues, like, we had, like, a week of, like, the most insane tantrums, and I don't know if that's, like, too much screen time and sugar, because we were all just trying to fucking figure out how to have two kids, um, but... He loves her so much and she loves him already, as weird as that is to say, but she just watches him. Like when we're sitting together, she's just watching him. Or when she's in her swing and he's like playing in the living room, she just intently watches him. And it's the cutest fucking thing in the world. And I cannot wait to watch them grow up together. Hopefully they're best friends. Um But yeah, that's my birth story for you guys. Um I don't really have anything else like, to add to that, I guess, but I will say um, what it what helped me in labor was, you know, I'd be like, oh, I can't breathe, like, I would start to feel out of control, right, and I'd bring myself back, and I'd say, Jesse, you're fine, Jesse, you're fine, and I'd, I'd kind of remind myself, like, you're okay, you're okay, do this, breathe, 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 and it would bring me right back to control. So it was super nice this time knowing, you know, some tricks to bring me back to life. Um, Because with Ronin, I was so out of control. They had to put me on oxygen. Like it was a whole fucking thing. Um, This time too, I remember my, um, my blood pressure kept dropping, I think, or rising fuck, (laughs) one of those two, and then my, I was tacky, like, my heart rate was really high, and it was from the pain, um, and they knew that, because I was fucking in a lot of pain, um, and nothing was helping the pain, um, and that's what she said, she's like, these two are because of the pain, you know, we're gonna keep an eye on it, they gave me some shit for it, um, but, yeah, being those affirmations right like you're gonna be okay you're gonna see your daughter it's not gonna be like this forever this will end this pain has a purpose Um, all these things that I was saying to myself helped tremendously keep me in control and on earth and breathing and it's weird because like I had learned you know breathing techniques just looking on YouTube and all these things visualization tips and tricks but like just the things that the doctors and the nurses were telling me like how to breathe like she's like blow out candles right blow bubbles these like heavy hard breaths were like kept me in control I think without these I would have spiraled i also have like a stroller fan that like you can like bend the arms and i had that on my face and if i felt like i couldn't control my breathing kind of like you do with toddlers or kids when they're like not breathing i put the wind on my face and it would help me like control my breathing so all these things helped the comb trick helped so much until i got into like a more active hard labor Um, like I'd say going towards transition it did nothing but in the early stages it helped a lot Um, but yeah that's my birth story Um, if you guys want me to try to bring Cory in and get like kind of his side of my birth story talk about like how he felt you know watching the madness of like his daughter get stuck me scream out loud help um you know hemorrhaging listening to the doctor say like you might have to go into surgery like get kind of his you know perspective on the labor let me know i will definitely try to get him on an episode I, it won't be right after this one because someone's going to want to hear it again um but yeah i have my amazing gorgeous daughter my amazing handsome son and our little family is complete My plan is to get my tubes taken out, um, because I don't ever, ever want to be pregnant again. (laughs) I don't really want kids anymore. Like, I have two perfect, amazing kids I don't want anymore. That was my, like, number. Um, so that's my plan. (laughs) Um... You know, everybody's like, why doesn't Corey like, go get a vasectomy, but, like, to me, I want that control, right? I want to know, like, if he goes, great, like, cool. We'll both be, like, snipped, you know what I mean? But, like, I also want that extra control knowing, like, I did that so there's like way less of a chance right there's always still a chance there's never a guarantee that you won't have any more kids right like there's like a 99 percent chance that I could still get pregnant you know and who knows if I ever did want to get pregnant again there is always IVF which is like an arm and a leg in itself which I would never probably ever do but there is that um so that's my plan but yeah that's my birth story thank you for listening if you made it this far um hopefully you guys like these video um podcasts let me know subscribe to the two tired to care podcast uh youtube channel i'm also on apple i'm on spotify and anchor so subscribe to that um i also have a blog tiktok instagram facebook <laughs> So, you know, anywhere you can find me, I'm probably there. So, go ahead, subscribe, and follow. I love you all so much, and I will catch you next week. Bye!